Hi y'all! Today I want to talk about communication. Communication is a necessary skill for any or all and all relationship. Our key verse is found here. It says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you. Please explain to us clearly what this verse means and why communication is so important. It's so necessary so that we can have good relationships with others. In Jesus' name, amen. I was thinking about this message and I've been counseling a lot of people this past few weeks. It's not just because some people are bad or some people are good. Many of them are good souls wanting to please God, but because they lack the communication skills, they are having problems with their relationship. So I'd like to thank you again for everything that you're doing. I hope all of you are doing well. Okay. And my hope also that is you're, you are growing in your relationship with God. Okay. My hope is that you're getting closer to God every week as the months and every month as the months pass by. What are some good things that you experience in the last few months with regards to your relationship? Do you attest them to communication? Okay. And what are some of your expectations? These are some things that are very important. Do you read your Bible? Are you communicating with God lately? Do you do it on a regular basis? Do you talk to God more? Do you communicate with God more? What is God speaking to you lately? Has He been talking to you? To some of you, maybe God misses you already because you haven't been talking to God. Okay? Communication is very, very important. Why? Because without communication, relationships will not be healthy. And being healthy is important. Okay? Let me say that. Being healthy is important. You have to be healthy. And we talked about this so many times in the past, that we have to be healthy in four areas for us to be a blessing to others. You have to be healthy in your relationship with God. Spiritually, spiritual health is very important. Relational health is also important. A lot of people are not healthy relationally with the people around them. You have to be healthy financially. Money is important. And then lastly, uh, physical health is important. We have to take care of our health. Okay? And that is something that we have to do on a week-to-week -week and everyday basis also. Again, for you to be healthy, you have to be consistent. Being healthy is important. We want you listeners, you watching out here, we want you to be healthy. Okay? You know, there's a law... I heard the law of aviation, one of the many laws of aviation says that you have to put your mask first on a plane before you put it on others. When you fly on an airplane, the flight attendant instructs you to put your oxygen mask first on yourself before helping others. Why is this an important rule for ensuring survival? Because if you run out of oxygen, oxygen yourself, you can't help another one put on their oxygen mask. In other words, it sounds kind of selfish because you're going to think of yourself first, but that's so true even with health. If you're not healthy, 
Guess what? If you're not healthy spiritually, relationally, physically, and financially, you're going to be a liability to people around you, to your family and friends. You have to be selfish. You have to take good care of yourself. Because if you are healthy, you can be a blessing to others. Does that make sense? Okay, because the goal is for you to be healthy first before you can help others. But how do we become healthy spiritually, relationally, physically, financially? Spiritually, for you to be healthy, okay, you know, when you start out believing in God and you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and believe that you, He died for you on the cross, you know, you're going to heaven. Wow, amazing, right? I love that. That was 37 years ago. I believed God that I, when I die, you know, I want to be with Him. And yes, the Bible says if you believe in what He, he did and confess your sins, you will be saved. Okay, at that point, you became a believer. Okay, you are now a believer. You're not yet a follower of Christ. Being born again doesn't make you a follower of Christ. Being born again doesn't make you a disciple. What happens to you? You just believe. Yes, you're saved. Okay, saved by grace, but you're not yet a disciple. A disciple is a follower of Christ. So you want to, to you want to be healthy and become not just a believer, but you want to become a follower or a disciple. What's the difference? There's so many Christians today that are defeated. I call them defeated Christians. Once in a while, I get defeated myself. Okay, we get defeated by the enemy. Why? Because we're not disciples. No one is discipling us. Knowing no one is following up on you. You're just, some of you are lone ranger Christians. You can't live this Christian life alone and become healthy. You want to be healthy? You have to first become a follower. And how do you do that? Join a small group. Be humble enough to, follow, to be led by somebody. You don't know everything. So you want to become a follower. You be, starts from a believer to a follower, and then later on, you become a disciple. You start making disciples also. You start teaching the Word of God to others. Believer, follower, somebody who makes disciples. Believer to somebody who's being discipled and somebody who's making disciples. You see that? It's very important. That's how we become healthy. Somebody constantly telling you what to do. You don't do it on your own. There are a lot of people living this life on their own because they're not connected to people. First, you have to be connected to God constantly. That is very important. Being connected to God constantly is important. This is what the Bible says. I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. So the true vine is Jesus, and God is His gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. So any branch that's in you that's not bearing fruit, he will cut off. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. Do you know that pruning is also cutting? Both cutting and pruning are painful. When somebody tells you to do something okay, that you don't want to do, it's painful. Okay, But that's where healthy uh, healthy disciples come, healthy living comes in. 
You are already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. What does that mean? It means you're made righteous, not by your own works, but what God has done. Remain in me and I also in, in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself without being connected to God. You were, will not bear fruit. Okay? It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Ah, without being connected to God, you will not bear fruit. Again, he repeated here, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Now he's saying it's not just fruit, but you will bear much fruit. If you do not remain in me, you're like a branch that is thrown away and wither. Such branches are picked up, thrown in the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. God wants you to be very, very fruitful, showing yourselves to be my disciple. That's the key word. That's why I was telling you a while ago. It's not just important to remain a believer. You have to be a disciple to bear much fruit. Okay? He wants, it is important that you're connected to God so that you can be fruitful. Being this is my, that's my first point. My second point, being connected to fellow believers is also important. Fellow believers, who are they? The Christians, brothers and sisters, even your children and husband and wives. You have to be connected. You cannot just be attending Sunday services. Sunday service and just sitting there and listening is not going to improve you. Somebody has to get to know you and tell you and tell you exactly what you need to hear. All of us, you know, are, we have different struggles, different challenges. And when somebody who knows us and what we're going through, they can get, give us better advice. When I mentioned being connected to a fellow believer, okay, everyone around you, you have to be connected to them. Why? Being on the same page. I was just uh, counseling a couple just a few weeks ago. And again, um, they are amazing Christians. They love God. For some reason, the reason why things aren't going well is because they haven't been communicating or they don't know how to communicate. The moment they talk about something and they argue, they just don't want to talk anymore. They just leave one another. They avoid the situations. They put situations under the rug, so to speak. And so there's so many unresolved conflicts. That's why, you know, there's resentment. There's this feeling of, you know, disunity because they don't really talk. They don't know how to communicate. And communication is key. Now, the problem with some other people are the lack of communication. Do you know that you have friends or family members or people in church that the reason why you don't, you know, you, you're, you're probably having this feeling where of, of resentment or feeling that you, there's something wrong. It's not because you're bad people. It's just because you didn't talk. See, you're not in the same page. Communication tells us that you have to be in the same page with people around you. Okay? Follow-up is very important. Some people, in order to avoid conflicts, they just don't talk. And that's why there are more conflicts. 
I also realized that there are those who, th those people, again, <clears throat> with regards to relationship, some people are high maintenance people. How many of you are high maintenance people? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being high maintenance. It's just that that's how you are. But in order for you to be independent and not too high maintenance, you have to be connected to God. You have to draw your joy from God. Because if people are the only ones you, you enjoy doing life with, you're, you know, the moment those people leave, you're going to be lonely and sad. It's called high maintenance. High, main, high maintenance people. You know what I'm talking about, right? Some people, you have to always keep talking to them, maintaining them in order for them to be motivated and inspired because they, they, they're not self-motivated, self-inspired. You can be self-motivated directly from God. It doesn't mean we don't need people, okay? By the way, you need others. But you have to be in constant connection with God and His people. That's why we need to understand this. There's this principle called Eisenhower's principle on urgency and importance when it comes to communication and organizing priorities at work and or relationships. What's that? Well, what it talks about is High, there are people where there are situations where it's high importance and high urgency. That's the one you do first. And there's the next low importance, high urgency. That's the one you do next. And there's the low, uh, low importance, high urgency. You got to do that. And then there's the low importance and low urgency. That's the last thing you want to do. So in anything that you do, there is this rule. What, that you do what's high of high importance and high urgency. And let me submit to you today that if you really want to learn how to communicate, first communicate with God. And secondly, I believe God is of high importance and God is of high urgency. You really want to improve your communication skills so that you'll be able to do everything that God's telling you to do. Prioritize God because He is of high importance and do it every day, every day because He is also of high urgency.